whether whether they wanted to take away on purpose or they just didn't want to be a part of it anymore now so that that's my thing now man that's that's my motivator i'm like whatever i get i'm gonna get i'm gonna get it into way to where nobody can take it away from me nobody even if it get even if the car gets repoed i took it away from myself by not making the payments exactly I'm I'm never gonna I'm never gonna get myself in a position to where I have to I have to uh, uh, take one on the chin because somebody else said so. It's all about no. accountability. Yeah. You will be accountable for your own. My actions, my actions only, and I, 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 a lot of women aren't doing that, dude. But they're claiming that you know they don't need a man for nothing. I'm I'm independent. I'm I'm a queen. Uh, I don't need a man. I get it for myself. Okay, well, there's no such thing as a queen without the without the king saying so. There you go. You 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 just because you you come up and you say, "Hey, I'm a queen." That don't make you a queen. It's like me saying, "It's like me, you know, going to an All Star Weekend, right?" Mm -hmm. I'm 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 five six two fifty. I'm the slam dunk champ. Okay, uh, we we didn't see you. What did you do? Went double windmill? Oh no, I, I wasn't out there on the court at all. So how are you gonna be the slam dunk champ if you can't even jump? Because I said so. You see, you see how for idiot I sound. I sound like a real fool. Mm. <laughs> but you won't call yourself a queen when the king hadn't said so yet. You you gonna call yourself independent when every time a, a man makes a decision not to do something, you you know what I'm saying a woman's on the phone arguing with him. Like okay, let's say you got child support. I'm independent. I don't need a man for nothing. Okay, if I didn't make that child support payment, I shouldn't hear from you. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you if you independent, you don't need no man. Yeah. Then hey, you know we go. You write that child, so we go down to court. Right now, write that off. Ain't gonna you happen. Didn't need no man? How'd you get that baby? Right. How'd you get that baby? <laughs> you didn't need no man though. <laughs> yeah. Well, your she, finger couldn't have done it. She needed uh, the meat pipe. She needed to have her ankles folded up behind her head, and, that, and that's what happened. I don't need you. Right. Then here's here's the bad part about that. Number two, I'll start with number two, and I'll work my way up to one. Number two is. They're teaching our children like to, to think like that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're teaching their daughters to think like that. So, so that's all their daughters know is I don't need a man for nothing. And it's it, it's it's the deathly cycle that spins around. You but see the what I'm saying? About it, they don't need a man for nothing. But then, what type of man they get is nothing. They choose nothing. It there you go, bingo. You don't need. They don't bingo. need a man for nothing, and yet they chose nothing. You see what I'm saying? And the man who is something, if she if she's lucky to get him, which is a small percentage, she's lucky to get a good man. Small percentage, because I can see a woman that ain't shit coming a mile away. She treats him like he a punk, talks down to him, this this and that, blah blah blah. You ain't in jail. You ain't a man unless you go to jail. Ain't man unless you go to jail. And but that's gonna happen to every man. But here's the difference between a man who won't tolerate that and a man who will tolerate that. That's going to happen to every guy. But for how long are you going to deal with it? I'm going to deal with it for three minutes. You said what? Get your shit. And here's number one. All of these things we conversate about only happens to black people. What I'm saying is we were discussing earlier about you had, let's say you're somewhere and you had a, there was, there was five or six black women at a table and it's a bunch of black women around the table. They're all saying the same shit. Oh, girl, I don't need him. I don't need a man for nothing. I don't need a man for this. I'm a, I'm an independent black woman. I'm a queen. I, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need a man. Okay. 
We've all heard that. We've all seen it. But look exactly. at the second scenario. Have you ever heard a witness, a group of white women saying that? That shit of not needing anybody, that shit of I'm independent, I don't need nothing for nothing, has been established only for us. You've never heard, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a strong Japanese woman, I don't need, I'm a strong Asian woman, or I'm a strong Indian woman, or I'm a strong white woman. Right? Ain't nobody else saying that shit but I women. That's that clown shit. That's the white supremacist teachings from way back. And, and it started in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, during the welfare system. I don't know if you remember or not, but back then, this is when Section 8 was new. They used to have people go around to housing projects inspecting apartments. And they were looking for men's clothing. Wow. Or men shaving cream, or signs that a man actually lived there. I've seen it. Because if there's a man there, then you got to go. Because we're giving you this free apartment, this free lights, this free water, all of that, in 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 trade for you not having a man. Now yeah. that sounds sinister, and it is sinister because you think about it. You purposely want somebody to do poorly for themselves. So you give them reward for doing poorly for themselves. You're rewarding people for not making better judgment. You're rewarding people for being less of who they are. And now it's grown out of control. Now you go to the projects. Now you got you know $67,000 automobiles out there, Escalades. You got Harley Davidson's. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I work 60 hours a week. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Ben's. It's not, it, and it's not the fact of hating. It's it's the fact of I get tired of seeing our people accept being stepped on, yeah, by the feet of the white supremacists. You see what I'm saying? And they don't even see it coming. And then they don't even see it coming. They don't even see it coming. Cause man, that makes me think you was talking about. I remember when my mother, I was I'm of I'm seven kids, and I remember my mother told me at the time she had six kids, her and my father was running on some hard times. And so she made herself go up there and apply for some food stamps. Mm. And they was going to give it to her, but they gave her like a condition. And she told me this out of her mouth. She said, they told me that, which my father's name was Joe. She like, they told me, well, uh, we'll deny you because of, you have Joe. Okay. But if Joe wasn't around, we'd accept you and we'd give you this amount of money every month. Mm -hmm. So she was saying to herself, so for me, to, if I get rid of my husband, y'all would give me aid. But if my husband stays with me, I can't get no aid at all. So she chose no aid. Yep. She, because she said, hey, they was going to give me enough to take care of me and the kids. But That's my right. husband had to go. That's right. She like, no, it, it wasn't worth it. She said, now we struggled, but I chose to stay with my husband, keep my family intact. And and here's here's where the sinister part comes in. Take what you said and attach it to what I said about the welfare, about Section 8. About, you know, they don't want any signs of a man around, we're going to throw you out. Mm -hmm. Attach those together. Here's the sinister part about it. You want to know why warfare always starts with the black man instead of the black woman? Because the black man is the muscle of the relationship. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. He, the, 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 the black man is 
the framework of the house. Framework of the world. See. As I see it. The reason they hate us so much because they know that if they get rid of us first, everything else will cave in. That's why there's such an attack on the black man. Attacking the black woman isn't going to do much. You know, you're not going to make any, you, you, they'll make a little headway. They'll make a little headway, but it's not going to be, it's, it's, the headway would be short-lived because they attack the black woman, then uh, they're declaring war. Now, I want to transition from that because that's economic standpoint. Uh, and that's why they're, they're telling, that's why black women are saying they want a six-figure man. And then you take the entire African-American or black population of the United States, only 7 to 6% of black men make six figures or more. Mm. 7 to 6%. <laughs> It's like, okay, I'm going to take a dart and I'm going to throw it in the ocean. I'm gonna, I'm going to try and hit a little salmon or a, a, not a, a, a salmon, but a little prawn, a little teeny tiny fish that's probably six inches long. I'm going to take this dart. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it in the Atlantic Ocean, which is thousands of miles wide. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm going to hit this little fish with it. That, that's, that's what the odds are. Every black woman seems to think that she's going to get a six-figure man. Are, are you kidding? There's so few of us as a six-figure black man. I don't make six figures, but there's there's so there's so little percentage of of six-figure black men out there, and so much of a greater percentage of black women who want them, they're not going to get it. But they can get a six-figure man. They join hands with a five-figure man and help them to get the six figures. I was going to get that. And I wanted to segue into the money. I want to talk about black money. And I told someone, you can get a six-figure man. You can get him right now. It'll take you 30 minutes. 20 minutes, you drive from here to the next spot. Talk to the man for 10 minutes. You'll have your six-figure man in 30 minutes. You take that five-figure man, put it with your five figures, and you have a six-figure household. Ta-da! Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just just like that. (laughs) Six figures. Surprise, bitch. Yeah, they, don't like, they don't like it, math. <laughs> yeah, but they they don't because they've been conditioned to treating a black man like an employee. Oh, uh, why don't you do this? Well, you need to do that because you can make more money. Well, you need to do that because you make more Okay, what, what are you doing exactly to make more money for the household? But it's the thing of it is to me as in a black man, there's a, there's a percentage as those numbers... You are you you quoted. I'm pretty sure they're accurate and they're correct. Right. But most black men, they cannot really express or talk about money. Hmm. They can't say or even show sometimes they're a six figure guy. Hmm. Because then they'll turn into a three figure guy. Because they'll be swamped. Right. He'll be overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like fans are saying. A lot of times, of a black man, most of the time, if he has something and he tries to stay in his community, they won't add to it. They'll right. take away. It's They'll like a black away. man can have a, a corner market store. Mm-hmm. And it may have been there. He can just open it up. And he'll been there and open it up and let people come in there and get food and and provide for them. And make them let them run a little credit for them to where they can provide and they eat. Now, a good percentage of them, 
Don't ever even try to pay him back. Instead of paying him back, they won't go to his store no longer. They'll go to Crows. Mm. They don't want to pay him right. for the goods in the trade that he already gave them on credit. Right. So now they're worried about, uh, he'll be all right. He got this store. Yeah, but in order to keep the store open, you got to pay this man back and keep shopping with yeah. this man and build credit with him. It needs, no, be, it needs to be they're, patronized. They're, exactly. They're going to come in now, bump his head. I got this free food. Girl, you better go down here and get you some of this free food he got. Now, how was it free? Well, I told him I was going to pay him later. What? Right. But now, now you're getting your food stamps. Mm. And you take your food stamp to Kroos. Mm-hmm. So you can pay this man, that this Mr. Johnson, with the food stamps. Where he can still sell products out of his store to recoup everything that you that he gave that you free. Right. So, when a black man tries to be a six-figure and try to do for his community, they'll knock him down to a two-figure, man. I, I got something that I don't know if you, if you saw it or heard it or not. I saw it on YouTube. This brother had a restaurant, or he, he still has it. Uh, it's new. It, it, I think it just opened up last year sometime. And he got some investors or whatever, and he, his life savings. He opened up a restaurant. They, they played music there, but it, it wasn't like a live band type thing. Mm-hmm. It's more or less kind of like of a, a, a soft jazz kind of a restaurant. But they served food, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. meals. Not little snacks, but meals. So it wasn't like a bar or a sports bar. It was this bunch of women there, sisters. Restaurant owned by a black man. Shouts out. Restaurant owned by a black man. I think it was in Atlanta. It, it, it was it was a, a table of sisters, you know, three or four black women. And so they played music and, you know, business was going on. People eating meal, they was getting served, things like that. And one of them decides to stand up on the furniture and twerk on the wall in this man's restaurant where he's serving food. So the owner comes out and he said, you're going to have to get down, mm-hmm. you know, and... I, I, I'm not 100% sure what she said to him or what transpired. But he tried to, he tell him, said, look, I'm an honest black man. And I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. This is word for word. But he told him, he said, look, I work hard to get my business set up, to get, to get it off the ground, to get it running, you know, to get it established. You're going to disrespect me by coming up here, twerking. You know, he's like, get your funky ass down off my furniture. She in heels standing on the man's furniture. Mm-hmm. You know, so I worked too hard, you know. And, of course, yeah, he talked bad about her. He gave he gave her the what's up, which he should. You know, kicked her out, which he should. I applaud him all the way. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened after that? Women got online. Black women got online. Well, he shouldn't have talked to her about her like that. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have said that to her. He, 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 don't know how to, he don't know how to treat a woman, you know. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Whoa. So they gave him the business. And this is how I know a lot of black women out there are lame. And they, d- they don't deserve to be married to a high-value a high guy. They got on air instead of saying, you know what? I like him. Uh, he's, he's putting into the community. Exactly. She shouldn't have done that. She's out of line. She dis- They got on air and bashed him. Instead of saying, hey, sister, you know. You wouldn't go to the white folks restaurant and do yeah, that. Exactly. Would you go down? Would you go down there to white folks and do that? No. Well, why are you gonna do it here and think it's okay? You see what I'm saying? We've been mentally conditioned to think less of each other. We've been oh, we've been mentally conditioned to think that we don't count 
that what that what we got isn't isn't as good enough as white folks, and and that's why you have the neighborhood black store owner who goes belly up basically overnight. But they they say that every black business goes broke at the end of the day. They start out in the negative in the morning, makes a little money, and at the end of the business day they're broke again because we're not investing in our own community. Mm-hmm. We're not putting back in our own community. Martin Luther King fought for civil rights, and what he got was civil acceptance, meaning white people are like, it's okay, okay, black folks, we'll accept your money. How about that? You come, you come to our shopping malls, you come to our stores, and, and, black, and, and black people was traveling in flocks to the white folk department store, yeah. buying stuff. Oh, we, we in now, we good. They, and... and, and MLK himself said, I've led my people into a burning building, which he's like, man, what have I done? They actually think that just because they can go in here and spend money at the white folks store, that they're accepted. Gain, gain and acceptance. There you go. But what they didn't bother is they were driving. It's like driving a car down the street or, or heading in, in a, a, a straight and narrow direction. They didn't bother looking to the rearview mirror. Yeah, they're headed to the department store to equally spend their money on items, but they didn't bother looking in the rearview mirror to look at the man, who, the black man who owns the store in the neighborhood who was going broke. One of the greatest marketing tools as I saw or as I see at the time growing up. Now, a lot of people may say it was wrong, but as in marketing, way ahead of the time, and I, w- I would say... There was somebody black in the marketing office when this was said. Remember years ago when Tommy Hilfiger came out and said that mm-hmm. I don't make my clothes for black people. Exactly. Whew, that was powerful. I tell you one better than that. That was powerful. Who's the uh, the alcohol maker? It, it, it might have been the people on Crystal. It might have been whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were asking the president and CEO of the company. About hey, you know, your 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 product is popular in the rap community, this, this, and that. He was like, oh, okay. You know, he said, I really don't care. I really, you know, if they stop buying my product, it ain't gonna hurt me. So what basically what he's saying is, he said, Oh, uh uh our product is, is popular with black folks, we take their money. Well, okay, well if they if they don't buy a product, oh well. <laughs> we don't care about them no ways. <laughs> That's some extra. And then, and then they start making rap videos holding up his bottles. Then they start making rap videos holding up his bottles. 